hey, welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. We we talk about college football on this podcast. My name is Spencer Hall. I am editor-at-large at SB Nation, and sometimes we record our voices. Joining me as always, hey, hey Ryan, say hi. Hello. Yeah, it's Ryan Andy live from the booth in New York. You're alone in that booth this week, right? I don't think I, are you a cop? You got a warrant? No, you don't have to disclose right. a damn I don't thing. Have to answer to any of these fucking questions. Tell them. That's good, Jason, fellow civil libertarian. As Ryan, as you're an attorney, and as your non-attorney, because every attorney has to have someone who doesn't know anything about any of this stuff to balance them out and keep them from getting too cocky. I advise you to answer all of his questions. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm alone in the booth. You're alone. You're a dad now, so like that's great. You're like, oh god, oh, finally, I'm gonna lock myself oh, in the booth. Oh, but good news. Uh, in two days, I'm going to get on an airplane with my infant child. Woo! Oh, hell Is yeah. it a short flight? Nope. We're going to California. Yeah. That's that's, that's almost as far as you can go. Yeah, it's it's choices, choices, man. Choices. That's yeah, a, that'll be great. That'll be great. That'll be good. You know, it's really easier with older kids because you can show them stuff. But with the baby, they don't even understand screens. No, they can't. They're like, oh, they can't focus. No, it's great. This this just this big confusing blur, inducing panic, hunger, and joy all at the same time. Kind of like life. We have nothing to discuss this week. There's like nothing happened uh, in college football. Like absolutely nothing. Like to the point where. If you read our dear colleague, Andy Staples, and we say colleague only in the loosest sense of the word because he's he works at another site and he's actually a journalist. Yeah. Like, like, and, and, Andy, and he actually played football. Yeah, but yeah. When, we say, when we say colleague, we're really building ourselves up. Like, our, our dear colleague, Keith Jackson. <laughs> yes. Who I would, I would count Keith as a colleague because, damn it, we're, we're all part of the human team. And the human team loves Keith Jackson. You know, my, as my colleague John Madden used to say. <laughs> I want to go back and just have him, if I could, get prime Keith Jackson to narrate all of the Planet Earth series and Planet Earth 2. <laughs> just him narrating that lizard chase with the snakes. Oh, and he's, he's loose in the open field. Oh, they've got him. Oh, <laughs> they go. <laughs> they go. He's free. Up the rocks. Yeah, that's. I want that to happen. It can't. That's why life's cruel. Jung- but jungle, Andy, jungle! <laughs> even even Andy, who is an endless font of, I will find something to talk about if we cannot. He he talked about apples and diet this past week in his column. So that's a true sign that we are definitely in a content trough, unless you count politics. Boy, what could... always discuss politics online. Boy, what could be safer? Hey, you listen to the shutdown forecast because you love politics, right? Here we go. Absolutely. Remember, just before you get into this discussion, all politicians are bad. There. Ta-da! We can talk about gradations of bad, but that'll keep you all safe, by the way. All politicians are bad. And we're about to talk about somebody who straddles those or is going to try to straddle those two extremes. Tommy Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville allegedly eyeing a run for governor in 2018. Some background on this. Hold on. 
because it's Tommy Tuberville, you have to identify the yeah. state. Yeah. There are several yeah. it could be. Mm, that's true. I just did. Uh, this is thus the background. It's Alabama. And he will be succeeding my favorite politician <laughs> to talk about in the United States. That would be the extremely sensual, horny governor of Alabama, Robert Bentley. Our nation's most aroused and continuously aroused governor, a man who, uh, along with the other two heads of the government, like all three <laughs> branches at one point in Alabama were under investigation. Uh, his, because uh, allegedly abused his power in carving out kind of a universe around his mistress, i.e. not his wife, who... His wife found out about the affair. Do, do either of you know this, by the way? Like, I love this case so much. Do you know how he found out about it? No, I don't, I don't remember that detail, no. Ah, okay. So uh, so this alone should shake your confidence in the man's ability to negotiate anything. Because he uh, texted his mistress on an Apple device. This Apple device was synced up across multiple devices. Uh, so, the, and, so the iPad link, uh, dinged up. Uh huh. So this is why Staples was talking apples. <laughs> exactly <laughs> correct. So and and by the way, what's happened to him as governor? Nothing. 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 Like nothing. Some, like some slight, just a some bunch slight of... inconvenience. I, I I bet his like approval ratings were they were doing fine until Deshaun Watson threw that last touchdown. Then yeah. dipped a little bit, and then signing day built him back up. <laughs> Oh, and uh, we should go ahead and highlight this since we have to talk about school affiliation in discussing Tommy Tuberville, the coach's alma mater. Uh, this is the alma mater of Robert J. Bentley. Uh, he's a double Bama man. 1964 and 1968 graduated from the University of Alabama School of Medicine in 1968. That's right. He's a doctor and didn't figure out how to sync the iPad. So if you're in an emergency situation and, you know, Bentley's got to come off the bench for you. You might want to be wary of his attention. You know to what? I, I feel like that's a missed advertising opportunity for BlackBerry to be like, hey, man, we don't have all those other fancy devices. Secure, limited, one to one. That's why Snapchat needs to make a phone. Snapchat, the phone, doesn't keep track of anything. We it's don't even just, know who's calling you. It's it's a postcard. <laughs> With disappearing ink. This phone will self-destruct. Hold on, I, it's just seconds. it's just saying something in person. Hold, uh, excuse me, I know this meeting's important. I have to take this dick pic. Thanks. <laughs> How was it? it? Impressive. It was it's it's cool. vomiting rainbows. <laughs> Wasn't so much the size; it was the composition of the photo. The I just yeah, appreciate it. Was it was really well lit. It yeah. was the it was the number of eggplant emojis that did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The attempt by Tuberville, by the way, has maybe the greatest defense. Dennis Dodd, I believe, broke this story and uh, said this, that, that Tommy Tuberville, let's just review his his resume here. Uh, he's a football coach, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's we live in a democracy. He's left how many jobs like, unceremoniously? Because that's the other thing. Football coaches have been in politics before Tom Osborne is one of the more, I guess the most obvious one, but Tom Osborne coached at Nebraska for a very long time and retired on good terms. Not, yeah. Not tubs so much. Yeah. Uh, that would be four straight jobs. Maybe he's just internally term limited. Maybe that's what it is. 
A man uh, of integrity. There's that. There's also, you know, he coaches. felt himself accumulating too much power just, at Ole Miss. Just like George Washington. I must I yep. must abandon my post for the good of the democracy. Exactly. And, you know, there have been other people in, in athletics, you know, who have gotten involved. You know, Bill Bradley, Senator Bill Bradley. Heath, you know, Heath he, Schuler. <clears throat> Heath Schuler, yes. Who no one will guess he was a Democrat. That's it's like people are like what? Yeah, yeah, he was he was a Democrat. They occasionally get elected. Uh, you know, uh, let's see, uh, Gerald Ford, most famously probably because you know eh, he ends up being president. And uh, most, I think his most noticeable accomplishment as president was putting a pool in the White House. Like, what did Ford do? You're like, well, he pardoned Nixon and he put a pool in. Men do good and men do evil. <laughs> <laughs> if someone told you LBJ played end for like, uh. Uh, a bear uh, Bryant, uh, any bear Bryant team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd say, "Huh, I didn't know that." I, I swore I would have learned that by now, but that, that's got to be true. Yep. Uh, let me give you two more that I'm very fond of: Jack Kemp, a football player who later invested in a. I'm I'm not making this up. Jack Kemp invested in a machine to turn sand into gold. You'll never believe how that turned out. He's he's, it, it didn't he's, work. Filthy, he's filthy rich. <laughs> that's why you haven't heard of him. Exactly. Just disappeared. Former Senator Jack Kemp. And the other one I enjoy mentioning, uh, we don't consider professional wrestling a sport sometimes. We really Who should. Doesn't? Who the hell doesn't? I, I Heathens. Philistines. But Jesse Ventura. Never forget that Jesse Ventura was elected governor I mean, of Minnesota. I mean, actor first, but sure. <laughs> That's I consider his Yeah, I mean, if, if, we're, if we're doing that, I mean... Schwarzenegger was a competitive bodybuilder. There, there was a time in this country where we had a meaningful vetting practice for high elected office, and that practice was appearing in the movie Predator. And I ask you, true? We have. When's the last time we even made a Predator? There is an obvious. Uh, there is an obvious joke about Donald Trump in the White House right now, but I will not do that. No. Mm, mm, but we just did. No. Yeah, don't we call? Don't we? Isn't the predator a name for a model of drone? Hey, that's a good point. Yeah, so we make them constantly. Shit. Yeah, so these are these are people who. Yeah, I mean it's happened. You don't actually, in order to occupy a political office, uh, you just have to get elected. <laughs> that's, there's age requirements you know, for some you know, of the that's, offices, that's like a magic, which that, which that's, Tommy meets those. Yeah, that's please believe. That's like a Magic Johnson mm -hmm. statement. The only thing you have to do to hold office is get elected, but it's also stunningly true. Whatever the age requirement is in Alabama for elected office, I think Tommy m might double it. So we're good there. Yeah, he's he's set for this. Somebody's okay. Research. Oh yeah, I'm looking. At, um, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So, so, and, and by the way, please do remember Jesse Ventura and Jesse Ventura, I believe was elected twice, um, which is, a, so to be governor of Alabama, no, once he was, I believe he was elected once Pardon to me. be the governor of Alabama, you uh, cannot hold any federal or state office concurrently. Mm, he's, cl he's clear. Yep. Uh, you must be an American citizen for at least 10 years on the date of the election and a resident of Alabama for at least seven years. And mm. I'm guessing he like kept a house, like he had a kid who was at Auburn, right? Or still is. Yeah. So he probably has a house yeah. there and is probably, you know, he would not be the first politician to sort of wriggle around that requirement. Uh, but to be governor, you only have to be 30. Oh, okay. We're good. Oh yeah. 
We've been good for decades. Sold and sold. I just looking at this. This is the just, Terry Latham. Just to, the just to be chair. clear, do you know who's thirty? John Parker Wilson, hmm. thirty-one. <laughs> so that's who's running for the Democrats. Get him in there. He'll run on the Democratic platform of I'm not really a Democrat. I just don't want y'all to vote right, for Tuberville. Right. Yeah, that's it. If he somehow gets it, the defense, by the way, of even considering Tuberville, is this: two words. Donald Trump said Terry Lathan, the chairman of the Alabama Republican Party. Cool. So, so just to be clear, in back-to-back weeks, we've talked about Kid Rock and Tommy Tuberville being seriously conse- considered for meaningful elected offices. Elected offices. Cool. Yeah. They, these are among the silliest things we've ever discussed, and they're not really all that silly anymore. No. We really got to step our shit up, man. Like we're like House of Cards here at this point. Yeah, I was thinking Tuberville run for senator because he knows about doing six in a row. Oh, oh, um, go undefeated in the primaries and not get invited to the general. Mm, oh, definitely, that's some seriously senatorial business right there. I would also state this: he got a glorious speaking voice, really good at it, and also very good at saying nothing. He's got that coach speak down, which will serve him well if he decides to run. Then I would also remind everyone that this is Alabama. It could happen. I mean, it really could. There's no reason it can't. I was just wondering if there is anybody we can take the reverse approach to. In other words, if all you have to do is get elected to be a politician, who can we take from the ranks of the political in place into, I don't know, uh, say something, a position Tuberville's occupied before, like uh, head coach of Cincinnati. So, like, a politician, we're sliding, we're, we're trading yeah. Tuberville. Yeah, we're just gonna, somebody who can make a speech, somebody who can, you know, motivate, somebody we can assume would, you know, delegate. Because I don't think you want these people playing, call, you know, calling plays. I mean, no. I mean, if, let's say, Arkansas has a down year, you telling me Bill Clinton can't get that job? No, mm. I think he's like, I is, think he's is, like, is the, is the vegan thing a, a, a just too far? He's 15 minutes and one lunch away from getting that job. Okay. Might I say, I think we're all about 15 minutes and one lunch away from getting that job because I have it on good authority. There have been jobs in college football handed to coaches over late night bar sessions with politicians. Because to, that, because that, to be clear, Brett Bielema, despite rumors of his checkered personal history, and mixed accomplishments, um, silver-tongued his way into the Arkansas job with a letter. And, <laughs> and like, Bill Clinton? Are you... Come on! That's all he If all do. you have to do is woo Jeff Long, man, Bill Clinton is in there. <laughs> That's like, what's, be- that, what's that Onion headline? Like, like, international jewel thief again seduced by Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> or the yeah. other way around? Doesn't matter. Jeff no, Long's in the middle of that. Whereas the problem, no, whereas I, the problem with W getting the uh, Texas job is that too many people will think he's Mac Brown. <laughs> the Bushes, they got to go back to Connecticut. Ooh, that's true. Someone, uh, Billy Bush, UConn head coach. Um, let me tell you, I, I think I got Warren Hatch for a long tenured, like Mountain West coach, right? Some guy who's gone like seven and five at a place like, oh, I don't know. Like, we can reach out to even, like, San Diego State. He could handle Utah State, I think. Sure. 
Like, that feels right. That feels like a place where I think he could be totally comfortable. I think that based on his texting style, Chuck Grassley would do well at LSU. If you're familiar with Chuck Grassley, he just this is also. I mean, this is also he's he's the one that's like, help, I'm lost behind a Dairy Queen or whatever, right? Perfect, perfect. This is also (laughs) this is also David Roth's whole theory that every uh, politician looks like a angry or disgraced college basketball coach, which is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, and if I could state uh, one very specific one, the current interim senator for Alabama. the appointed senator to take Jeff Sessions' place, Luther Strange, who's like 6'7". He's a massive dude named Luther Strange. Dang it, this this man could be coaching the Jacksonville State team, like, like immediately. Put the man in. You wouldn't even notice. Just put on a headset and say, run or pass. He'd be perfect. John, John Tester uh, of Montana. He, he, mm, with, he, the bolo, with the bolo top. He looks like a D-line coach. I don't think he's head coach material, but... His, it's his. It's 2017. It's, his hair. it's 2017, and his his Wikipedia picture still has him rocking like a nice, but still a crew cut. I yeah. think Mitch McConnell feels like a uh, alternate universe heel, uh, Bobby Bowden. Like if Bobby Bowden was just like, "No, you ain't gonna fire me," and like somehow found the legal mechanisms to so that they couldn't, and just like strong-armed his way to everlasting power and no one could ever accomplish anything with him around. I like to imagine that Mitch McConnell is the, if if Bill Snyder is Dorian Gray, Mitch McConnell is the portrait. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch McConnell has disgraced athletic director all yes. over him. Oh, yes. Mis- but disgraced, but unfireable Mis- is the, like... Mistakes were oh, made. Oh, it take years to get him out. Like someone who's just openly embraces, like, I am here to make things as bad as possible, and I am impossible to get rid of. Um, yeah, Cory Booker definitely has a uh, like new Purdue head coach who were like, "Ah, oh, that's not going to work." Yep. Yeah, sucks that's, for him. That's going to end in a recruiting scandal. <laughs> that's that's totally how Cory Booker ends. That and uh, finally, Lindsey Graham fired, frustrated four and eight coach. Just tries. Tries real hard, but imagine him with the must hair, knowing he was fired. Like he's he he's uh, the, we're talking like hit at media days. He's like the Robbie Caldwell of this group. Like exactly. the one where you show up and you say, "Now who is this guy?" And then he he tells a few little whistly jokes and wow, bring him back next. He won't be back next. <laughs> year. Yeah, not at all. That's literally, I think, the only thing happening in college football this week that we have uh, so- a former coach. Let's say questions. Yeah, yeah, let's hit it. Um, all right. So we in I will say we got a lot of questions today about um, the fact that seven Earth-ish sized planets have been uh, found in what is termed close, uh, and by close it means forty light years, which is two hundred thirty-five trillion miles from Earth. And so we got a lot of questions about sort of you know which coach would be from this planet, who will be the first coach to have a satellite camp, et cetera, et cetera. They're good questions, and I don't want to suggest they're not. But it occurs to me that our constant search for a new planet that is habitable, that has oxygen and water and can be terraformed and blah, 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 blah. Are we, are we Cincinnati football, like, realizing that we have no place in our current home and desperate to find a new conference 
any conference that will take us where we can live because the alternative is so very bleak. Is the human race just one big Bearcat football program? Yeah, uh, or either that or, or like uh, maybe we're the Miami Hurricanes. Like we, we have a home. It's just not, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's far away, so it's not an exact fit, but, you know, it's it's not the ideal home. It's, and it's really, it's, it's, it's not as good as the old home was. It's it's uninhabitably hot. Not getting better. Yeah, that's a good one. I think also maybe we're BYU because uh, ultimately we're going to have to bike to meet you, right? <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's how we're getting there. that feels very on the nose. BYU has its own thing with finding get, finding you your own planet, but that's fine. Um, well, and and like BYU, I mean, we really aren't members of a conference. True. In 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 our our current conference, either everyone left or no one no, or one, no one was there in the first place. No one suited up. Or they just don't wait, want to talk to wait. us. Wait, that actually makes us Notre Dame. Yeah, they don't want to talk to us. That's that's fine. <laughs> Everyone around us doesn't like us. We're yeah, Ohio like, State. Like Notre Dame, we might not have evolved fast enough and are just waiting to be replaced by something <laughs> better. I see this. Because everyone it. else, that's it, that's it. Everyone else already left. Man, why does Earth still have a TV deal with NBC? Oh, and you know what? <laughs> you know what? In 2016, planet Earth absolutely went 4-8. and eight. Absolutely. It, 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 Second second point there, NBC, uh, their content is incredible. <laughs> you should watch it. In you should. That'd be preferably part, streaming online. Partner. Yeah. While yeah. Cl- clicking on all the ads. Go watch. Go watch. Definitely. Go watch the new My Brother, My Brother and Me show on CISO. I can say that. Yeah. That's a that's, that's a an great NBC way. Universal property. Yeah, that's the NBC Universal property that's colonized a new moon, and the results are very promising early on. So go watch that. Okay. That's that's where everyone will live eventually. Okay. Um. All right. I'll ask a real question now. <clears throat> This is from Brad and Bougie at VT underscore Ben. Tom Crean. Oh. Spencer, just, this is this is you. Just Tom Crean? Tom Crean is That's... the entire question. Take it away, Spencer. It's kind of an existential question, really, because the question of Tom Crean really confronts you with your own mediocrity because you might do good things, and if you have one bad year, they're really going to be forgotten immediately if you're a doofus you have to look cool i think that's an important lesson that whatever your look is in life you have to kind of embrace it and look cool and be able to get away with it because tom crean doesn't i've maintained for years that tom crean one is actually pretty good at his job two that the fan base is insane and that their expectations are way too high and three he cripples all of that by being just a big old dork and it's very hard to defend yourself when you're just a big old dork like if you were you know, Bob Huggins in his prime. Hell, Bob Huggins now. Bob Huggins shrugged off a defibrillator hitting him in the middle of the game. Just got up. Kept rocking. You were some big old charismatic man bear of a coach. Yeah, that's what Statham would have done. Let's go. Yeah, you know, whatever. We we, we get, we get like, knocked out of the first or second round of the tournament every single year, and I never graduate players. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's cool. We're good in the season. We, we win some stuff. You can get away with that. But, like... Tom Crean, Tom Crean's just style impaired and style impaired is going to catch up with you even at Indiana. Yes. Consider that Tom Crean. So style impaired that he's in trouble at a place devoid of style like the state of Indiana. That I would like when you are two mayonnaise for Indiana, I would like to offer one counter one counterpoint to this. 
So you said the three mm -hmm. elements here are that Tom Crane is actually pretty good at his job. Pretty good. I didn't say great. Right. I said pretty good. Um, the fans have wildly unrealistic expectations, and he. I see where you're and, going. I see where you're going. And he with looks. This, yeah. And he looks like a dork. And all three, mm -hmm. I would say, are arguably true of Tom Crane's brother-in-law, Jim Harbaugh. The difference is that Jim Harbaugh owns it all of the like Tom Crean does not have does not carry himself with the insane self-confidence and cocksuredness that Jim Harbaugh does. He sees what it takes because I'm, nobody's going to get out here and say Jim Harbaugh is a fashion plate. If Tom Crean, if Tom Crean held basketball practice in khakis and no shirt, he'd be fired fucking tomorrow. But Jim <laughs> Harbaugh like can can tweet through it. Yep. And it's because it's because I... Jim Harbaugh just doesn't let the negativity of others enter. He he doesn't even bother to get Paul Feinbaum's name right. He doesn't give a shit. I bet Crean just walks in the room for family things, looks at Jim as like, oh, man. He's here. Like the guy who gets away with it. Nothing, like, that's it. Nothing, He's the guy who gets away with it. Nothing displays the value of self-confidence, earned or not than the difference between Jim Harbaugh and Tom Crean. Yeah, and that's that that's that's my answer to the question of Tom Crean. Yeah, Tom Crean, he probably got a job that like, I don't know, it's a bad fit. Bad fits happen, y'all. Especially to they're, they're very real. Especially to Tom Crean. He has a lot of bad fits. He just he's a, just an endless endless stream of the Indiana job is just the pants that are too big at the top and too tight in thighs and God how do they even make who are these made for? The man is wearing genie pants. Um, yeah, like oh, I it's so it's so confusing when you look at him. He's just he's confusing, like he's a very confusing person to look at. And yeah, I think he's a pretty good coach. I don't think you can get away with with being a really terrible coach um, at the level that he's at. Well, you know? last year after he won the Big Ten, I remember the internet agreeing Tom Crean would beat you up in a fight, you being the universal you, anyone. Everyone agreed Tom Crean is the greatest fighter alive. And yeah. now look at it. Now, even that, would he win a fight? No, he'd, be, he'd, he'd lose to anybody. So it's like the... The universal opinion of Tom Crean just fluctuates wildly between, on a scale of one to ten, like zero and five. Yeah, that's, oh God, that's unfortunate. Um, Jason, do you have a question? Uh, I kind of like this one from Charles Dalnoff. What do you think Sean Spicer's 40 time is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first well, important caveat here is... If you have not been clocked your 40 within the past 5, 10, 15, 20 years, your 40 time is far worse than you would guess it is. Right. Um, maybe a full second, maybe two full seconds. I would guess that most average American males, and he pretty much fits that description, you're going to hit in like the six-something range. Mm -hmm. um, if you get under six on you know your first try without having run in a while, I think that's a pretty good start. And I mean, I think based on what we know about him, he has ice cream opinions, really, really strong ice cream opinions. And I don't think if you're if you have strong ice cream opinions and are not known for exercising that you're cracking six. Yeah, um, that's, Mike Mayock has charted that. And that's true. Yeah. 
<laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, 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 who's who's on NFL Network that does it every year? Well, he's Mike Mayox. Oh, oh, Rich Eisen is the one who runs it every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and Rich's goal every year is to crack six, right? I think right? he did it last year. I think he finally. Yeah, he did. He did it one year. Also, to so be fair, he also does it in a suit, and I think he wears sneakers, but he's not. He's not yep. like dressed well for it. Well, I think Sean Spicer. When you say Sean right, Spicer, right. I think everyone pictures him in suit. Uh, I, can, so, I can go singlet. So <laughs> singlet? Yeah, no. I mean, he's. Yeah, I'm going to put him in a singlet because what makes you think he knows what looks good? I'll say, let's just give him. Let's just give him combine gear. I'll say this. Let's, let's, Whatever Sean Spicer's forty time is, he's going to accuse you of uh, making it a second and a half slower. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's also, you know, if you if you get a good long stride, maybe you can get up to speed. Um, if you got a burst, he's got a real long torso, real short legs, about five nine. Actually, so I'm gonna. Well, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm gonna put him at about. I'm gonna put him at about a six two. I. He's probably he's probably right where I am. My my best time ever was a six point oh nine. So I'm gonna say that he's slightly slower than I. Am. I think there's a lot. If you're NFL draft prospect this year. There's a lot you can learn from our current White House administration. You know, if you go out and at your pro day, you know, you only rep, you only throw like four reps up. Say it was 12. Like, just say yeah. it was 12. I And and coaches are going to be like, but we had a guy there. And he said, no, man, I don't know. Your guy's wrong. It was 12. And they, they show the film of uh, like Dontari Poe benching. You say, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's. No, that's not. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, it is. You, your your measurables can be whatever you want them. I'm the fastest guy in combine history. Well, actually, you know, we have no. It's me. I I was a full. Nope. I was a second faster than Chris Johnson. Yep. Go to the tape. No, that is Chris Johnson. Nope. That's me. You're white. You're, pre- nope. you're pressing fast forward. That. <laughs> so that's my um. All right, I'm gonna throw one more question out here, and then we gotta go. Um, oh, I like this one. This is from Across the Pond at Across the PND. You get to invent one rule or law the NCAA has to adopt for the rest of time. What is it? I think we've answered this question before, but I was talking about this separately in the office today. And this is this is not um, nothing to do with like paying players or making you know making something meaningful uh, that improves student athletes' lives. But I think once a game in college football, you should be allowed to throw a second forward pass anywhere beyond the line of scrimmage. Doesn't matter. I think once, and you don't have to declare it, you don't have to, you know, say we're using, we're turning in our free spin. You should be allowed to throw that ball a second time just because when it happens and when at the end of the first half, everybody's like, all right, everybody go deep. You know, and you throw it to the you throw it to the dump guy for a little twenty yard gain, and then he pulls up and throws it again. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I fully support this. By the Thank way, you. like didn't, didn't we talk about this two weeks ago? Did we? We did, but I think we need to go ahead and just make this part of our platform. <laughs> our, our 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 policy platform. Wait, oh, hold on, I, hold on. I don't listen to this podcast. How the fuck would I know? No, that's fine. I, I, yeah, I, I like where Spencer's going with this. Let's pretend we're talking now. We're talking to folks in Illinois. They haven't heard this message yet. <laughs> no, man. This is our stump. Next this week, is our stump speech. Next week we'll be in Missouri, giving the same speech. Exactly. You may not have heard it. We're going to tell it to you again. 
the forward pass, the double pass, the double pass pass. complete. Yeah. I'll even, I'll be the radical. See, you're the one that they're going to come back to the centrist. I'm going to be the one who's like legal every play, every single play. Let's push for it. Spencer's going to stretch that Overton window. And then, and, and then, and then at the end of that process, Ryan's going to look like the reasonable choice who only wants one forward. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's crazy. His constituents are asleep at the wheel. He's unelectable, but he's still here. Folks, listen, if you don't compromise with me, you're going to get double forward passes all over the place. And this is America. What are we going to do? And then, and then I will, fir- well, all right, let's rig this thing. We're going to get Ryan elected. I will establish the other extreme. The forward pass is illegal now. Yeah. So listen. Nobody wants buddy. that. No. I'm, I'm nanny 2018 looking way more reasonable than Tuberville 2018, buddy. <laughs>